Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? This is the Part-Time Artist Podcast. This is episode 118. It's Thursday. It's March 4th. Um, it's about 5.40 p.m. local Philly time. Um, today we have a special guest. We have somebody that's actually in a different time zone. They're in Chicago, which I Woo. figured out the hard way. <laughs> figured mm-hmm. out the hard way when we were trying to record. Um <laughs> But um, we have Charlie from the band Ganser. And hello. Hello, Charlie. How you doing? I'm all right, man. Chilling. And, and you play guitar, right? Yep. And Ganser, Ganser, first of all, Ganser is a very impressive band camp. It's uh, Ganser, G-A-N-S-E-R dot bandcamp dot com. And uh, Charlie, uh, do you handle any of like the band camp stuff? Are you, no. No. No, no. Um, that's mostly um done by well our label has a band camp uh-huh it's mostly done through like management and uh alicia okay. is a big a big engine in ganser she does she does a lot of lot of really really important great stuff for us are you like uh so do you have any like opinions about band camp at all cuz band camp seems to be like hitting like throughout this entire quarantine period they've been doing like you know, waiving their fees and donating to charities. And honestly, they've also really stepped up their app and their online like interface and their whole aesthetic. Have you been, do you kind of listen to music on Bandcamp at all? Or Yeah, I mean, ever since Bandcamp has existed, I've used it as a place to like find new music. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I I fucking love the website. I can swear, right? Yeah, dude. You can say whatever you want. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, I really, sorry. It's just like such a common part of my lexicon that like, uh-huh. I don't know. I've got a potty mouth. It's something uh, I'm working on. It's 2021, man. We've all like, at this point, everybody has a five o'clock shadow, no matter who you are. You know what that's, I mean? That's just very true. Very true. <laughs> very true. Um, um, but yeah, no, I, I fucking, I fucking love Bandcamp. I've, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I've been using it since, uh, when did it release? 2010 or something? Oh God, I have I have no idea, but I think I first got on it probably 2012 or 2013. So yeah, I I I, I probably am somewhere around there too. Actually, no, I probably have a couple like high school band recordings somewhere on Bandcamp from before from before 2012. Right. So, I mean, speaking of Bandcamp, it looks like um, if I go to your Bandcamp, which once again is ganser.bandcamp.com, it looks like there's actually something coming up at the end of the month. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're dropping kind of like a, it's like a remix album, like a curated. Okay. So, uh, we just contacted a bunch of artists that we like and asked them if they wanted to remix our stuff and because we thought it'd be cool and it's been very cool so far <laughs> mm, okay um, yeah and uh we're, we're releasing all of them uh like kind of in a compilation um right. do you know the band algiers i have heard of them yeah yeah they just did one um okay uh sadie from speedy ortiz did one <laughs> right on right on so it's like little like capsules. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah right, it, right. It, it's really cool. My favorite, my, one of my favorite ones is uh was done by the drummer Adam Faulkner. I think that's his name. Um, 
Adam from uh, Girl Band, which is Girl Band's one of my favorite bands of all time. So that was okay. really cool. Okay, wow. Um, and these remixes, um, first of all, it's called Look at the Sun. It's coming out, what, March? Well, I guess the first installment is coming out March 23rd. Yep, yep. <clears throat> And um, are these tunes from your last release, Just Look at the Sky? Yeah, yeah. Just Look at the Sun is also oh, the last line in a song oh. of ours called Bad Form. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. I so thought I got the of, names confused there, but I'm like, oh, okay. It, it, no, no, no. It's, it's Just Look at the Sun. Um, uh-huh. it's, from, it's from all of the remixes are of done of songs from Just Look at That Sky. Mm, okay. So I got to talk about, so we're going to listen to some tunes off of that record but i don't know if you guys did this on purpose but you actually did release this album on my birthday (laughs) oh shit no way yeah so i actually uh when when one of my friends actually i gotta give a shout out to mike at nihiloceros who's also a chicago dude uh oh yeah i know that um but he actually gave me the link to your music and as soon as i saw this album was released on july 31st i was like all right this I have to get in touch with these guys. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. So I mean, first of all, I gotta once again congratulate you guys on this Bandcamp. It's immaculate. There's music, <laughs> there's merch, there's videos. You guys actually have like, a like kind of a message board like community thing, and also uh, you guys have really sick artwork. All yeah, of your artwork is is really like unique. All of that, all of that is all of the artwork that is associated with the band is also done by Alicia. Wow. Yeah, I. She's a fucking powerhouse, dude. Uh huh. I mean, um, everybody contributes something. Like, I'm not trying to say like, you know. No, I know what you mean, but there, there always has to be one person that's you know, uh, that has that extra initiative or like just has like a vision some sort of idea there's always an idea person and then other people bring their ideas right yeah yeah it all it also um like nadia does um a lot of like uh like uh like logistics based stuff like the really unfun stuff um and alicia does a lot of like uh like the design work and she always runs it by us of course like and is Alicia, Alicia is like uh, a member of the band too? Yeah, yeah, Alicia sings and plays the bass. Okay, so she's the bass player singer and Nadia is... The, key, the keyboard singer. Keyboard singer, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, those are... Actually, that's kind of interesting too because more often than not, the bass and keyboard is kind of interchangeable, but to have both of them on there, you're really uh, layering it up. Yeah, yeah. I it comes from uh like our use of like we used a ton of samples earlier on in the band. We still do, but not as mm. frequently. So that's important. You need a keyboard for that. Lots of mm-hmm. really, really important there's only one guitar, so mm-hmm. um in order to get more like melodic and harmonic density, use the keyboards. Nice. So just look at the sky. It was released July thirty first, twenty twenty. Um, but where, where were you in the writing process? Did you guys write that during, uh, you know, the shutdown or was this like a pre shutdown thing that ended up getting, you know, delayed and then released during, um, it was, it was like large, we were supposed to tour on the record 
before everything shut down. Right. So it was it was all it was all pre pre shutdown. Um. Mm. Yeah, I can't even do. We recorded it in two different week long sessions, and I, for the love of me, can't even fucking remember when we did that. Mm. Uh. But yeah, which we just recorded it in like two chunks. Um. Mixed it. Um, recorded it with uh, Brian Fox at Altered States Studios. He's, you know, obviously can right, produce right, right. a great record. Um, and right. uh, got, got it mastered by Barry Grint. Oh, okay. He's done, like, ridiculous stuff. Like, so it was a process. Oh, yeah. Definitely, yeah. 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 Um, so, actually, we got, we got so... Uh, into geeking out actually usually one of the first things i ask when i bring a guest on here is a top three um <laughs> just sure. like a warm-up so i'm gonna actually we're gonna get into it right now i'm gonna put you on the spot this is top three i want you to give me your top three meals during the the lockdown so what what have you been <laughs> what have you been eating or making for yourself what are your top three in terms of quality or in terms of how frequently you eat it um, I bought myself an instant pot at the beginning of quarantine, which okay. is like, it's like an electric pressure cooker basically. And mm. it has like a saute function. Mm. Um, so I've been making a lot of pho <laughs> in, in the instant pot. You just kind of throw everything in. And How then do you describe that? Pho is like, uh, have you ever had pho? No, but I do have like some listeners like in Europe and, and like, you know, all around. Sure, sure, sure. Fuzz, fuzz, a Vietnamese soup. Oh, okay. It's a, it, it's like a Vietnamese, uh, a noodle soup, and it's, you know, got a million ingredients, you know, and is pretty involved if you're making it, you know, traditionally on a stovetop. But when you're making like a cheater version for, right, yourself, you just all throw it in the instant pot and eat it. <laughs> mm, so uh, sort of like a stew gumbo. Kind of, uh, it, it, it's mm-hmm. it's it's got a broth for sure. Mm-hmm. So you have to like strain out all the, all the stuff, like. But yeah, it's good. All right, cool. So um, now we'll go back. That's wait, actually, that's only one meal, or is that just how you get all your meals? No, no, no. That that's one meal. I've been eating a lot of bacon sandwiches. <laughs> okay, I've been making um, those too. Actually, yeah. And uh. What else? Various things to put on rice. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, same exact. <laughs> oh god, that's so. Funny. Yeah, like a sesame chicken. Uh, yep. Lentil curry, different kinds of curry. Yeah, just basically shit to put on rice. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's it's so funny because like when you're cooking it, you think like, wow, I'm really doing something that's really simple. But when you like say it out loud to people. Like sometimes they're like, "Wow, that sounds like really exquisite, like lentil curry, right?" <laughs> like, yeah, right, right. But it's like, it's like yeah. yeah, I just look it up on the internet and follow the instructions. I don't know. Really- yes, <laughs> everything I do comes from YouTube in one way or another. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, exactly. It's like the finest resource on the internet. Yeah, I do all my shopping at Aldi pretty much exclusively which oh yeah do, do they have good do they have good like all these out there um yeah because a lot of the stuff 
from here actually comes from like the Midwest. Um, Cause I think they're, I think actually their main, I guess, warehouse or their main, wherever they do all of their like stuff is in Illinois, I believe. Hmm. I think it's Bat, Batlava or something. Batavia. Batavia. Yeah. That's where it is. That's where like their main headquarters is, I think, or their distribution center. That's what it is. Okay. I, I didn't know that, but there's there's only a one town in Illinois that I know that sounds kind of like Bad Lava and it's Batavia. Yeah, that's exactly where it and is. Like it's a it's a huge um like industrial town. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, when the only reason I know that is because I uh when I was like sixteen or something like that, there was this like really crazy experimental emo band and they were from <laughs> Batavia. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> yeah, I guess that place makes you a little crazy. Yeah, Illinois in general. I'm just kidding. Um No, dude, you're not wrong. You are not wrong. <laughs> you get outside of Chicago and Illinois Boy. is a different place outside of Chicago, that's for sure. Yes, yes. All right, so we're actually going to we're going to jump back into talking about just look at the sky. Actually, um we're going to get into a tune right now. Um, this is actually the first song on the record. This one is called Lucky. Check it out.
All right, that was Lucky, the first tune on the Just Look at the Sky, July 31st, 2020 album from Ganser. Once again, we're talking Charlie. Um, now, that tune kind of start. actually, that tune kind of starts like uh, a bunch of tunes, I think, on that record where it's like the bass kind of starts it off, lays down like the the vibe like the rhythm and the pacing and Mm -hmm. um even like the key i think that one's like what like g minor or something um yeah a lot of a lot of our stuff is in like d a or g (laughs) sometimes b (laughs) that 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 song actually in particular (laughs) brings me back to like an attic song um where it's just like the whole well well in that song it's like the whole buildup comes from like those two notes. I think it's like the minor third, like, and then at, a, at some point it would just explode that song, like that, uh, riff with that baseline. And actually, again, a bunch of other songs too, kind of have this kind of form where it's like, you don't know where it could go, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Like once the bass comes in, it's like, all right, like, the guitar could come, you could come in with like fat guitar and just be playing like the power chords, you know, and have it like thrash. Or you could come in with like a solo or like ambient thing and you guys kind of like really play around with like what's going to happen in terms of like where the song is going to go after that intro. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that comes from, I probably comes from a lot of places. Um, mm-hmm. Part of it is because, like, we're usually, like, try to do stuff that we can replicate live because live shows are really fun for us. But, um... What's that? Oh, like, <laughs> but, yeah, right. Oh, God, dude. No, but actually, um, it's funny that you say that because also, like, when I hear this, too, I, like, see myself, like, watching this band. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, that's great. Yeah. And we track a lot of... St- we multi-track a lot of stuff. mm like if it's not bass guitar and drums all at the same time, it might be bass and drums. Mm-hmm. So usually it depends on the song. Every week we kind of record everything a little bit differently in terms of order, mm-hmm. typically. Right. Um, but I think also part of the part of the reason why things start like that is because I I like I'm not I don't in a couple spots on the record I think I do but. I rarely am in charge of like playing just straight chord progressions or like, right. You know, holding down the key of a song. Uh huh. Um, I just kind of like flail around and make a ton of noise usually. Um, mm. and so you need something to establish it. Right, right, right. You know, and there's not another guitar player, so it's gotta be the bass. Are you guys, when you write tunes, like, like say that tune, for example, are you writing it with like, um, I'm going to capture like an energy or are you guys like trying to write it where it's like, you're actually trying to like achieve a sound. You know what I mean? Um, I think it depends. It also depends on who starts the song. Uh huh. Um, I think, I think for that, like, again, we're like super collaborative. So like, right. And you know, we just try a lot of different stuff. So, um, I think with that one in particular though, I think it started with a drum loop. Wow. Um, 
like the opening drum loop. Uh huh. And then I th- think, I think Brian, the drummer, also wrote like maybe a half of the first riff or something like that. Okay. And then he put this like key, the when the when the song first starts, the like do 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 do. That thing that I play was originally on keyboard. Mm. Um, written written by him as well. But like then with when it came to like bad form, which is another one of the singles on the record. Mm. Um, I think Alicia just written the whole bass part, and just sent me sent me the bass part and was like, okay. And then I gave it a go, and she was like, no, no, no. It needs to sound she. It needs to sound like a knife fight. Right. Okay. So I just did whatever the hell that meant. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Um, And so it changes. Yeah. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's us like chasing a vibe or a feeling. And then Mm -hmm. sometimes it's uh, writing songs to like lyrics or like ideas or pictures. Even we've used a lot of, we have like an image, like we do a lot of stuff like through Google drive. So Mm. we have like, like an image mood board basically wow no um, yo are you <laughs> yeah so we, <laughs> use, we use we use that sometimes there's also um how we write lyrics is typically interesting like there's ev- like everybody throws up lyrical ideas and it's in this big pool and then sometimes wow. we write songs to like individual lines that we like or um or like pick lyrics that we think suit an idea like a demo that's already up like there there are so many demos up right, right. now <laughs> i can imagine yeah so it's it's yeah it it it, it all depends on the song like yeah, yeah. That, like i that's I, just I, fascinating to me that like like you can hear a song and you just like kind of wonder i mean this is what i do because like songwriting is probably like the deepest like passion of mine. Sure. So one of the things that I like kind of obsess on is how songs come about, you know, and uh, what the process is for certain people. And you would be so surprised like of what people are thinking with different songs. And like, you would be like, wow, that's how you started it. Like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we, we, we've started, we, we've had early demo versions of songs that like never, like never even like what they ended up sounding like was not even remotely close mm-hmm. to what they first started out as. And um, yeah, yeah. I think also part of the reason um, we do things like that is because we just all like, obviously we overlap a ton in terms of our music tastes, but like a lot of like what are like, we all like a lot of different stuff. Um, yeah. And so like, when you all like a lot of different stuff, you know, different things come about, you know, different ideas are more important to particular songwriters in the band. Like, I don't really care about like, uh, like I, I would like momentum is probably like a, give me oh. sure a song has momentum and like it doesn't right. slow down or drag or stuff like that. That's something that I'm always really, really concerned with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and like, also, like, what you expect to happen next. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably why. Like, I think it catches some people unaware. Um, is because I don't think they're expecting songs to like ramp up or do whatever they're doing. I don't know. I I I, I don't know. I don't know. Like. Because I, I write the fucking music, so everything always seems super logical to me, or I help write the music. Right, right, right. So, but yeah, it's, it's also the first time I've not heard, like, unexpected kind of to describe our music. Yeah, I I think, like, well, because traditionally, like, I mean, I think I come from more of, like, a punk background, and normally when the bass starts the song, it's like the guitar is going to come in again, like super big and is basically going to play like what the bass was playing, you know, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. everybody comes together and thrashes on it. You know, that's kind of what punk does. It's like, um, or you're a band like, you know, like plague vendor where like every song is kind of just one riff. Um, yeah. But... <laughs> so like plague vendor is great. I love them. Yeah. I have. <laughs> yeah. Interesting dudes. Um, Oh really? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know anything about about that band. All I know is I have a fucking EP or something. <laughs> yeah, I have. I have maybe some like off the record stories I can tell you about okay. playing okay. shows with them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like nice guys and all. But um, we uh, we had a fork in the road with them. Um, ah. but like, um, my point in bringing them up is that like, they, they like execute that one thing and they just like drive it home, you know, like kind of like motorhead or, sure. or whatever. And then there's also bands that it's like, you know, you, like you said, like things you expect think certain things to happen and then kind of the opposite happens and then you're kind of more interested. And, um, uh, that's kind of how I felt when I was listening to this record for sure cool cool yeah um, i mean it, it, yeah. it's it's definitely something we we want to keep people on their toes and engaged all right well actually let's get into another tune then this one is called projector check it out <laughs> Big, bright, 
projector once again the album is just look at this guy on ganser.bandcamp.com um so charlie how is like chicago doing right now in the lockdown with the scene how what's like the what's the morale of chicago because i have a riot fest ticket and i don't know what to do with it (laughs) (laughs) um I, I I think everybody's chugging along, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, morale's not good. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, people are still making stuff. One of the nice, thing about, nice things about Chicago is people just make stuff to make stuff. You know? Like, okay. It's, it, there's not really... I mean, we're not New York or L.A. or anything like that, so nobody's, like, going there to, like, fucking make a career or anything like that. Right. So, like... Yeah, I, there's still shit. People are still releasing shit constantly. <laughs> yeah, they're just working. Like people, Chicago people in Chicago just work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, but like everybody's fucking depressed and anxious and sure doesn't doesn't feel good, you know. Mm-hmm. Like everybody that I talk to, at least is at least some right. flavor of that, you know. Because mm-hmm. you know, I, we also are coming out of out of a very very snowy cold winter so is it has it been cold for you guys up there i mean i that might be a dumb question but like relatively to like other februarys and shit yeah uh yeah it was it was a particularly snowy cold winter this wow um yeah it like we got tons of snow like i don't i don't know the exact number really but yeah we we got a ton of snow um it was at one point colder. I it like went you know like negative nineteen degrees, negative twenty degrees a couple Jesus of times. Christ. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, Chicago winters just be like that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I remember the first time I was in Chicago was in April, and I had not packed like anything other than like a hoodie, you know, for this tour. And the end of our tour was in April in Chicago and we went to that Navy pier or whatever. Yeah. And it started to rain and that was the coldest I ever was when I was yeah. in like a zip up hoodie on that pier in the yeah. rain. That's coming like sideways. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds pretty familiar. And I was like, man, Chicago can really kick your ass if you're not yeah, prepared yeah. for it. Yeah. 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 You have you have to be like, I mean, yeah. It's it's the weather here can be pretty extreme. You know, like win- winters here are always pretty awful. Like this one wasn't particularly gray. Actually, usually they're they're really gray. Um, mm-hmm. 
and like usually how it works is like it snows like maybe a foot um melts snows again maybe a foot everything freezes mm-hmm. um and it's just gray for the rest of the winter you know um so this one at least had we had a ton of snow but like and are you like in the city or are you like, yeah yeah outside no, 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 I'm I'm in the city. I live on the like the the northwest side. By the loop? Uh west, west of the loop. Like west of the loop. Okay. I, it, yeah, yeah. Right um on. so like hum- Humboldt Park is is the neighborhood that I live nice. in. Nice. Yeah. I've been around there for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Uh, yeah. Part. Yeah, yeah. I mean rent's still relatively affordable. Right, yeah. I've lived here on and off for a number of years, too, so. I mean, every time I come to Chicago, like, you know, or every time I've been to Chicago on tour, I think I've either been to Chicago for touring or for Riot Fest. <laughs> um, and always drove there, of course. Um, <laughs> and I don't know, it just feels like, a good place to have like a DIY music art scene. It just really feels like even though the weather can like beat you up and stuff, if there's something about the people of Chicago where like when, like you said, like everybody's trying to work and everybody, well, maybe not everybody, but like, you know what I mean? Like generally speaking, like the people within the community are trying to work and they're also trying to like, give each other the time of day which yeah, is yeah yeah not yeah it's yeah. something like other places like new york and i don't know maybe other places on the east coast not really trying to give other bands and other people the time of day sometimes yeah yeah i think the chicago like music community is like incredibly supportive like i like we're friends with like you know, I, I'll see like a drummer in this band called Kalimasi. Okay. John, and they're they're pop punk. Very different from us. Uh-huh. But like, I don't know. Like we'll be like, hey dude, I saw that you were on blah 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 blah. Fucking uh-huh. sick. You know, it's it's super supportive and um yeah, it, it's it's one of the best places for for like DIY music because it's affordable. Uh Chicago's like a super um depending on what part you live in. Um mm-hmm. It's like, you know, pretty, pretty livable. Um, and it's, the summers are great. Um, yeah. And like, it, it, they're it, beautiful, dude. Like, yeah, that yeah, the lake is really great. That lake um, in the summertime, you can see all the way the bottom of it, and it's right there, like in the city. I was like, what the fuck? There's no pollution here? Like, how is this possible? Well, they do, they do have to shut it down when the sewers overflow. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, you you get a E. coli warnings. Maybe I just caught it on a nice day or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's 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 still you know I fucking grew up swimming in that lake, so. Uh huh. And um, you're still here. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not dead. And you not don't yet. even need the COVID vaccine. You're just yeah. good to go. Yeah, I've swallowed enough lake water at this point. But um, unfortunately, though, the the city really cracked down on like DIY venues after mm. after the ghost ship fire. Yeah, everybody did. Yeah. Yeah, and so we lost. You know, and now COVID happened, so like we we've lost almost every single right. like big time DIY venue mm. slash house. Like there used to be, there used to be like 
three, four in every fucking neighborhood. It was awesome. <laughs> going going to shows like you could like just spend like a whole night at like a you know like a house party slash DIY show. Right. And like all fucking night and be like noisy as hell. And it was it was fine. And then like, you know, you'd go go next go to the next you know, neighborhood over the right. next night and see another sick show. So that's that's unfortunately doesn't exist. I feel really bad for kids like coming up now trying to make music because it's probably I mean, you know, like pandemic aside, like it's gonna be way harder to get like a platform to Well, I will say yeah. though, the DIY Chicago Facebook group is easily like the most active Facebook group I've ever been a part of. And they really police people and they check people and they, but at the same time, they're also like, you know, they, they're really fucking open, you know? (laughs) Yeah. 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 I mean, you can make, you can make incredibly weird, interesting music in Chicago and like, have it be like successful and like, you, you don't need to, you know, like have a marketing campaign here. Like one of my favorite um, Chicago bands is this band called Running. Okay. And they uh, just lost their drummer recently. Uh, rest in peace. Oh, God. Um, but they like... They put out two records. They don't have a Facebook page. They don't have any like any anything. They just put out these two records and people all over the city know them. There's also like a really famous experimental band called Ono from here. Okay. Um, there's also bands like Cheer Accident, and they've been doing weird shit since the 80s, and they're still doing it. <laughs> um, and like, I don't know, like we, we can we can play a show. Like opening for. Like this band called Oozing Wound. Mm. And which is like thrashy, right? Like heavy thrashy music. Uh-huh. Um, or we could fucking open for like modern English or some shit like that. Like you can, you can do whatever the hell you want. That seems to be like the trajectory of like underground music in general is everybody is whether they want to or not, everybody is kind of on a quest to figure out how to be original. And it's like to the naked eye, you feel like, well, everybody has done everything already, you know? Like, like every single movie that could come out is already been a Shakespeare play or whatever. Right. right. But, but, um, you'd be really fucking surprised to see like how people put certain like genres of music and shit together. I mean, I played this, I played this band, uh, on the last podcast called pseudo from, you know, the Toronto area. Mm-hmm. And like, again, just like you guys, it's like, I don't really know what's going to happen next because it's like they had like no effects, you know, riffs into like piano, into like, you know, against me choruses, you know. And it, so it's just like that, that seems to be like the trajectory of music where it's like, um, you're not really trying to figure out like, is there a new genre that hasn't been explored? It's just like you're taking like the good shit from certain styles 
and putting your spin on it. Like, you know, that seems to be like the general consensus. And that's why like Chicago and like a lot of other places, like all these different kinds of bands will play on the same bill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, also in Chicago, um, you know, like noise rock was invented in Chicago, basically. I'm I mean, sure it was. That's a, that's a, that's a haughty topic, but like industrial music got invented here. Um, there's also like, yeah, I like house music. Um, so like, there's like this super fucking long history of like people being like innovators from Chicago, but for some reason, everybody still fucking moves to New York, which is fine. Like get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, 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 no diss to New York. Like I love, I love, I love New York, but like, uh, um, <laughs> New I York mean, is a place, man. No, yo, yeah. I mean, New York's a really special place too. And like, you know, tons of very interesting, innovative stuff has come out of New York. But I think part of what keeps Chicago so good is um, it just attracts a lot of like weirdos and like Midwestern misfits and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. we have, do you know, do you know, uh, know Namdi? No. Namdi Obanaya is like a, one of the most interesting like hip hop acts I think I've seen in years. Okay. Um, there's also this kid called Senmo Ramoto, which does like jazz slash hip hop slash rap. There's also like crazy experimental jazz. Like there's this, like this band called Reservoir that I really like. Mm. Um, like I, there's just a ton of really, 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 really good stuff. Yeah. Every time I go to Chicago, I'm like, yeah, this could be, this could be the spot I live at next, you know? For yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it, it's cool. I like it a lot here. So I guess the last thing I'll ask you is, um, I mean, we know you have a release coming out or you're going to have more releases coming out, some more remix stuff. Um, but what about in terms of like, like how do you, are you like, uh, I mean, I know you have your, what is it? Your, your boards, your Google drives of sharing and stuff, but um, are you like motivated to like jump you know, right back into like this, you know, writing songs and doing everything or how, what yeah, does the future look like for you? We're, we're, we're writing a, another record right now. Yeah. Yeah. We have been for a number of months. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like whether or not, yeah, I like have fallen in and out of love with playing the guitar and making music, you know, sure. Many times and whether or not I'm ready or not, like I can still, you know, manage to pull stuff out of me usually. Okay. Or, you know, somebody in the band has to like, you know, force me to do it, <laughs> which has happened plenty. I, um, sometimes, sometimes you really need to just like lean on, lean on yeah, somebody, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but just yeah, like your yeah. band camp picture. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And if you uh, want to get that joke, you have to go to ganser.bandcamp.com. Yeah, yeah, please. And then buy all of our shit. Yes. Again, uh, uh, great fucking looking Bandcamp with all your stuff there. I mean, the vinyls look crisp. I mean, the t-shirts. Again. Yeah, we had, we, we, we repressed, uh, just look at that sky. Mm-hmm. And the new one is like a colored vinyl. Yeah, blue. Blue, yeah. Blue. Color of the sky, look at that. <laughs> exactly. I like what you did there. Um, but it, yeah, yeah, it's uh, pretty, 
pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> we're like the stuff that we are currently working on. I think is like some of the tighter, more intricate, uh, like songs we've ever done. Like, okay, uh, much more like. Some of it's like a little bit more traditional, like songwriting stuff, but we've always had, <clears throat> um, you know, like influences from people like, uh, 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 like Scott Walker and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so like, and like Peter Gabriel, some of his <laughs> solo work. Right, right. So like, st- stuff that is like more closer to like traditional songwriting <clears throat> but it's still like profoundly strange mm-hmm. so I think, I think that's finding its way more into this songwriting uh, I, whether or not it's going to make it onto the record I have no fucking idea yet but right. um, that's what we're doing right now perfect well once again um, you got to check out Ganser's Bandcamp you can follow their social medias through there um, you can also follow them on Bandcamp if you have the Bandcamp app, which you should definitely do. Um, one of these days I should get sponsored by Bandcamp, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But until then, I'll just keep plugging them and plugging people on them. Charlie, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. I wish you nothing but success, which, uh, I mean, it looks like you're well on your way. I mean, the Bandcamp is looking great. <laughs> I can't talk about it enough. You got a ton of supporters. So everybody, please go check out Ganser. And uh, the last tune we'll leave you with is called Shadow Casting. Rip on. Mm-hmm.